Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. is going on everybody welcome to 48 minutes uh, i am sean Mackey, your host today tim daniel taking a a bizarro vacation and not only that something that joakim noah said that no one would ever do go to vacation in ohio right <laughs> <laughs> who says i want to travel to cleveland for vacation who says that so uh, he's off tonight, so we're, t- we're taking over for him. I got the Shot Callers dudes here tonight. We got Ben Brown. How are you today, sir? Man, I am wonderful, man. Happy to talk NBA Finals. Um, super excited. You know, it's, it's uh, coming up to the end of the year, but unlike most years, almost back to the beginning with the draft. Almost, yeah. <laughs> with the draft coming <laughs> here in a month. So. You know, a little bit less break, but yeah, we're we're excited, man. It's finals, you know, it's the finals, and we're we're super excited to talk. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it's been kind of a crazy year, and your co-host, a man that needs to be introduced only by Ben Brown. Go ahead. Yes, sir, my man, my brother, my ace buku, my number one, Joshua Odellis, Farellis, Montellis, Overzealous. Hayes, what is good, my brother? Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute, Josh. Zoom game, son. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> man, I was having those I was having those first take issues. Um, here I am, still trapped in the bubble. Um, went ahead and threw the Lakers hat on because I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Lakers in five. And um I'll be home soon. (laughs) (laughs) This will all just be some sort of weird dream. Oh yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) So guys, we are, we are almost towards the end of the NBA finals. It's been a crazy year where we weren't sure we were going to get an NBA finals at one point. Uh, Obviously we're, we're, Deep into the uh, the Lakers Miami Heat uh, series, the uh, the uh, Lakers they got the Heat on the ropes right now. They are up three one in the series, but uh, we didn't really talk last week. Um, we haven't really talked since last week's pod, I should say. And uh, Jimmy Butler had had himself a game in Game Three. He put up the third all time forty point triple double and. He did it without shooting a three-point. Ben, I got to get your thoughts on this. I mean, where is Jimmy Rank uh, in NBA Finals history, you know, among some of the greats now with just this one-time performance? Yeah, I mean, you got to put him there, man. That's one of the the greatest performances you've ever seen. As far as a team not wanting to go down 0-3, you lose Drogic, you lose Bam that game. Yeah. Butler pretty much played every minute, um, had to guard the best players, had to guard LeBron. Uh, he switched off on AD a few times. He was all over the floor. And on top of that, he's leading you in scoring, assist, and rebounds. Um, it was a monumental performance. 
Um, and I and I think I tweeted this like Jimmy Butler is just that dude. Like win or lose this series, um, no matter what happens, whether they win it, lose it, that guy has earned my ultimate respect. I've always liked Jimmy Butler as it is, but man, a guy that's come and willed this team to the finals. Um, he's also given quality performances. He trusts his teammates. He's he's an awesome leader. You can see it on the floor the way he interacts with guys. Jimmy Butler has my ultimate respect. That performance, game three, by far one of the better performances you'll ever see in an NBA Finals um, or in an NBA playoff game or anything like that. Like, that guy left it all on the floor, and you could tell uh, he was not going to let his team go down 3-0. Big props to Jimmy Butler. It was super exciting to watch, um, and and his just dogged determination – um, is just so cool to watch and, and to watch him do everything on the floor, defensively, offensively, leadership, command the basketball, you know, and the most, you know, the cool part about that, like you said, not a three-point shot. I mean, well, you got to think the one other guy who did that uh, was Jerry West. And I'm not sure the three-point line was instated at that point either. So he probably did it the hard yeah. way too. And the only other person besides him, those two was LeBron. That's right. done that. So uh, it's it's mega impressive. So Josh, like like Ben said, uh, back was against the wall for Jimmy. Uh, Gordon Drogic was out. Uh, Bam was out, and somehow he willed his team to to excellence that night. And there's there's word on the street that LeBron kind of maybe talked some shit to him before the game, and he kind of took offense to it. It and kind of went off. How how do you feel about his his all time performance? Well, first of all, Ben, I'm gonna say I'm with you. Like, not only did he gain my respect, I hope he gained the respect of all the people who gave up on him. Because um, you know, they said that he was a bad apple everywhere he was, and you know, I've always felt like every time I watched him out on the floor, like I just felt like there was a hundred percent effort at all times. And I'm like, how can you guys say this guy is a bad apple when he's giving you 110% every single time he goes out and plays a basketball game. And I think we've learned with this Miami heat team that they got a bunch of super young talent and they needed somebody to lead them. And, you know, I know a lot of people are saying like, Oh, if they weren't playing in the bubble, the heat wouldn't have been in the finals. Like, that team deserves to be there after watching what they've done in the playoffs. Um, There's nothing else I can say. Um, I did want to mention this because you guys were talking about the, the Jerry West and the LeBron. So Jimmy Butler right now is averaging 27 and a half and 10 in the finals. First time he's ever played in the finals. Um, After four games, there's only been, four players that's had those averages in the NBA finals. And those four players are Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Jimmy Butler. That's, that, that's some hella company right there to be part of. <laughs> you know, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy is one of those guys, in my opinion, uh, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm a Bulls fan you know, first and foremost. And, uh, you know, the night that he got drafted, I was like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? He got drafted 30th because they had a good team at that point. They were the last, they had the best record that year. Uh, The fact that he was able to 
start as the last man on the bench, work his way into uh, rotation minutes, work his way eventually into the starting lineup, work his way into becoming the star player for the Bulls, getting the heck out of Chicago, going to the Timberwolves, knowing that he was better than the culture there, like knowing that he was the harder worker in, in, in Minnesota. Because a lot of people, like you said, they thought he was a bad egg, you know, a few places he was at. And in Minnesota, that was, uh, that was kind of the, the word on the street because he's with his old coach and everything. But, you know, he's going at a guy like Carl Anthony Towns saying, this guy should be our best player. He's not. I am. You know, and <laughs> there's, there's statements like that when there's a guy who comes out who, you know, makes a fuss like that. You got you to gotta like a guy like that who's going to come out and, and be like, you know, you guys aren't performing up to par because – if he would have performed that the way that they were performing, if he had those actual physical tools that those players had, uh, the Bulls would have been like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta shape up." So there was there was more accountability when he was in Chicago, growing up with you know, growing up through through you know that roster. Um, he goes obviously over to Philadelphia. Um, things don't work out there either, and uh, they had a. It seemed like they were putting together quite the roster. They had obviously Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and, and him and Tobias Harris and it looked like they had a title contender. He leaves this last summer, goes to Miami. And I remember thinking, I'm like, eh, he's just going there to, you know, oh, yeah. he, he wants to be the man, but yeah. like, I, but I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was going to amount to what it has become right now. There was no, if you would have told me at the beginning of the Miami heat, we're going to be in the NBA finals. I wouldn't have believed you at all. Yeah at all it, yeah it, it was a it was a perfect marriage for heat culture eric spolstra the young guys that they they have and bam and tyler hero guys that could be moldable guys that wanted to win guys that come from winning programs guys that you know who wanted that being pushed to be great and jimmy was searching for that you know he thought he could find it in minnesota he found out those guys didn't want to work and obviously, you can tell by, you know, the departure of Burt Brown, uh, the the failed success of Philadelphia, that those guys didn't want to put in the work that it would take to be champions. And you can see it now, what Jimmy Butler's plan all along was, you know, and we had talked about this before. Jimmy Butler wanted guys that were going to work as hard as he is. And that's all he wanted, you know, and you can see that those guys go out there and you got a guy like Jay Crowder, you bring in Iguodala, you've got, you know, Tyler Heroes playing well, you got a Duncan Robinson. I mean, you're putting all these little pieces together and and Jimmy Butler is like, look, you know, let's go to work. And and that's what they did. Like we talked about before, it's just a perfect fit. Eric Spolstra's mentality with Jimmy Butler's work ethic, it's worked out really well and, and um, it, it's a good fit for them. Now, with that being said, Josh, obviously we got a lot of young guns on the the Miami Heat. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler's not going to be in Miami forever, but uh, the uh, the confidence that he's instilled in some of these players and the the work ethic. Um, how do you think that's going to pay off for like a guy like Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero a couple years down the line? Because these are guys that you know, uh, you know. They weren't absolute studs. They were great. They were they were really good college players, but you know, the stuff that they're doing in the NBA finals being contributors like this, uh, where do you think their ceiling is after so, this is over? So for me, um, I think it starts with Spolstra um, as the coach. 
um, I've always said, you know, I, we've talked a couple times about this. Like he, he, he's very underrated. I feel, you know, when he, when he won his first two championships, it was because, you know, he had Braun and Wade and Bosch sure. and, but you know, that Miami team has always been fairly competitive. Like even since then, I think they had, you know, like one or two down years, but like, you know, bringing to Wade, Wade back on a spare world tour, like, um, I don't think Spolster got the credit. And, and those, getting to the get to the playoffs too. And, yeah, and getting to the playoffs. Yeah, yep. but th- those four young guys that they got with Bam, Tyler, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and uh, Duncan Robinson, I really feel like they all kind of know their roles, um, and I feel like they may have developed a lot faster under the leadership of having somebody like a Jimmy Butler on their team. And I could see them somehow if they could keep that core together with some other pieces here and there, like that's a problem to be reckoned with in the future. Um, I, I could see Tyler hero and bam being, you know, perennial all-stars, you know, every single year um, with the development that they, that I've been seeing. I mean, bam's already there. Tyler youngest player ever to play in the NBA finals. He's only 20. Um, And he's player to be born in the two (laughs) thousands. That makes me feel super old. I mean, right. I think somebody put that tweet out there last night, like, Two years ago, this dude was playing high school basketball. Like, seriously, insane! Wow! Insane. Could you could um, you imagine being that guy and just being like, "Wow," you know? I I really think Bam has the potential to be the next like superstar big man in the league uh, with his versatility on offense and defense. Um, he'll he'll evolve a lot better on offense. He'll get better. Um, Tyler Hero at, at any given time, I really feel like he's a walking bucket. I mean, you know, like I said, Duncan Robinson is your specialist. I mean, he 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 could be every bit of fifteen years in the league just being a sniper, um, as yeah. as long as he's consistently knocking down shots. And I really think that Kendrick Nunn's kind of showed like first team all rookie, kind of came out of nowhere and drafted out of out um, of nowhere, out of legit nowhere. And then even like they put him back into the lineup because you know he had to play because Roger got hurt. And that first game he came in, I mean, he just came in balling like it was just kind of like natural for him. So. Um, they'll have to put some pieces around that, and and I hope they can keep Jimmy for a couple more years. But I don't see this Heat team going anywhere for a while. Like they're going to be competitive in the East with the Boston's and with the Phillies and with the Raptors, and that's just going to be there. It's they're they're going to be a team. I don't know if they'll be a five seed from here on out. I think they're going to be a lot more competitive. I think they've kind of found their niche of who they are, and they have an identity. And I think that all started with Jimmy Butler. Well, I think they're in a good spot too because Jimmy signed a max deal. So I mean, he's. He's there through 2023. So, um, well, you, you think. I mean, it is the NBA. But, <laughs> I mean, he's got a max deal through 2023. So, I mean, I, I think that they try to keep those guys together. You make a run like this in these circumstances, in these situations, like, you have to know what you have is special. You know what I mean? Tyler Hero is only going to get better. Bam Adebayo is only going to get better. Duncan Robinson's only going to get better. Kendrick Nunn's only going to get better. I mean, you've got a core guys. And Jimmy Butler, you know what Jimmy Butler brings to the table. So those guys are only going to improve because you know they're not going to go anywhere. You know Jimmy's going to have them in the gym. You know Jimmy's going to be having them work on their game. So, I mean, it, those guys are only getting better. You have to be, you have to be pleasantly surprised um, and, and excited about the core of the heat. You know what I mean? So – 
Oh yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a team that uh, has a lot to look forward to, um, you know, but you never know. This could be, you know, this is going to be one of those things where it's a fluke and they never mm-hmm. make it there again. I mean, I hope that's not the case <laughs> with them. You know, I mean, I will say this after making it to the NBA finals uh, and, and, you know, beating some of the better teams, people are going to be gunning for this team next yep. year. They're going to be yep. totally gunning them. They're going to be over scouting them, doing anything they can to, uh, to stop the team. Um, but, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, one of the, the news stories that came out today, it was actually, a it was, a it was a piece by uh, Kevin O'Connor over at the ringer, uh, that I thought was really interesting. It said that execs believe the heat have become the top destination for the next star who wants an exit. So I it says, yeah. And it says uh, front office executives around the, the league believe the heat have become the top, the league's top destination for the next star with a wandering eye. So the heat reportedly have interest in Giannis Antetokounmpo, no crap. And Victor right. Oladipo. Now Oladipo Victor, lives I- in Miami in the off season. So, and then you got the 2021 uh, free agent class, which is, uh, you know, there's, there's a few good names in there. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, LeBron, and possibly Anthony Davis too. So mm-hmm. um, I will say that Miami is already an attractive destination uh, to begin with, but like, I, I think it's, it's coming clearer and clearer as the weeks go on that Oladipo is probably going to get moved. Yeah. Um, and uh, how do you feel like a guy like he might be able to mesh on a, on a team like this. It's already kind of got this built culture. Do you think that Oladipo is a guy who buys into that and, and adds to this style? Um, I, I think he does. Um, just because um, I think that he's a guy that kind of needs that, needs that drive. And, and I'm a Pacers guy. I don't think the Pacers had that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and Victor's and Victor's not, you know, I'm not sure if Victor, we gave Victor a fair shot this past year, just because he's coming off of injuries. He was, you know, you know, he got to the bubble. He wasn't supposed to play. Then he decided to play. Then he looks, he didn't look like himself. He was kind of slow. Like, so I don't know if we, if, if, if that was the right fit. I mean, um, but I do think if you, if he, gets moved to Miami, I think that that culture is welcoming as long as you're willing to work. Um, and I think that Victor's a guy that's going to – I mean, he'll work his tail off. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Guy's a worker. Um, and I think that he wants to win. I think once you get down there and you realize that, that what they're, that's what they're about, I think it makes it for an easy transition uh, when you realize, look, you know, we're not about – you know, they're not about – I mean – no pun intended, hero ball. You know, they're more about, you know, the defense that they play. Um, they're more about sharing the ball. Uh, they're more about, you know, helping one another. And I think that that makes it easier for, for good free agents to come onto a team and say, okay, this is what this culture is about, and this is how we've got to play to, in order to be back where we were. I mean, this team came into this season with only technically one superstar, which was Jimmy Butler. And they've built two or three more. You know what I mean? You build a top. Oh, yeah. You build a Bam out of Bayou, who was an all star. You got a Gordon Drogic, who who should have been an all star. So you build your building stars, and you know you have one max contract guy. So I, I think any free agent that's looking to go to Miami, it's got to be a sweet destination. On top of that, the front office is always on point. You know the yeah. 
always on point. So, I mean, it's, and, and of course it's Miami. I mean, what, you know. It's not to like, you know. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, when, when LeBron left, you know, I, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Like, you know, Cleveland, Miami, where, where would you rather be? I get it. I totally understand. Uh, Josh, you know, a homegrown team like uh, the Miami Heat, we love seeing a homegrown team like that, a, a team that can build up on their, you know, draft really well, even find some diamonds in the rough like Kendrick Nunn, uh, who's undrafted. Uh, how do you feel Od- Oladipo would, would mix with this group? Um, I'm still not sure how Oladipo's health status is coming back from that injury. Because sure. like Ben said, like they never kind of let him go full tilt. So like, I'm not even really sure of where he's at mentally. I'm not sure of where he's at physically. Um, and it's kind of hard to tell until you get a guy like that in there and you can actually see him go 100% to kind of figure that out. I will tell you the Victor Oladipo before he got injured Mm-hmm. I think would have definitely kind of fit in that style. Um, but that Miami team kind of gives me that same vibe. It's obviously it's not there yet, and we don't know if it'll ever get to that potential. But I kind of have that same feel like how Golden State started out with their core group of guys. Like they drafted the same way, and they drafted, you know, Clay and Steph and Draymond, and, you know, everybody was kind of looking at them. And then all of a sudden, like these guys got developed in Golden State, and they just turned into all-stars. Yeah. And you kind of have that same feel with Bam and Hero and and maybe they don't have the third guy. You know, I don't know where Kendrick Nunn's going to go and Duncan Robbins, but those two guys definitely seem like they got the most upside. Um, and I was just looking, you know, with the draft coming up, and I'm not saying that Miami's going to find a diamond in a rough superstar. Uh, I believe they have like the 20th pick or something like that. But, you know, those picks always seem pretty interesting when it comes to draft night and free agency to see like what kind of package you to put together to bring somebody in. Um, so I would ask if, if, if you had the option and you felt like there was a player out there that could really take that team to the next level, like who do you think that player would be? Mm. Wow. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, they honestly, they're outmanned right now against the Lakers. I mean, you've seen it in the game one. And, and like I said, with two players going down, like we kind of knew that that point it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be a sweep, to be honest with you. You know, thanks to Jimmy, he gave oh, us yeah. one. <laughs> well, right. and, and it's funny to, you know, talk about a team like Miami kind of, you know, it's like, you know, after, you know, two of your guys go down you have Jimmy who's next on the team and everything. And it's, you know, and I, I've, I've heard through kind of some other circles that maybe it's funny saying this and I'm going to go ahead and say this and it sounds really stupid. We have Miami, the Miami heat in the NBA finals right now, but like, I feel like there's still like one little piece that they may be missing to this team. Yeah. Uh, they got Iguodala, obviously. Um, who's played? Who's played well? I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna dog on Iguodala, who's he's kind of the the old man river of this uh, this Heat team. Well, I guess that would be Udonis Haslam, really. But right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I look at it like there there might be one other little piece that they may need um because i i you know i do feel like they are they are probably gonna you know not win the nba finals it would be a miracle at this point but we've talked a lot about the heat guys let's talk about the lakers the the hat that josh is wearing right now he's got his la hat on 
Um, the Lakers have been playing phenomenal basketball. We're not talking enough about them. We're talking so much heat because they're the underdogs. Yeah. And 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 Tim's not here, so I I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta ease up on the LeBron talk a little bit. So, <laughs> but uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Uh, I feel like they're already one of the greatest duos in NBA history, just in mm-hmm. in just a short time. Um, last night. Uh, the Lakers ended up taking um, game four, 102 to 96. Um, the t- you know, both, both teams, they both scored well. It was a fairly close game. Um, Anthony Davis uh, came out with 22 and nine and LeBron with another just phenomenal, just, there's nothing that I can say about LeBron that hasn't already been said about him. Uh, he almost gets the triple double last night, 28 points, eight assists, 12 rebounds and uh, puts in another one for the ages. And it's, it's looking more and more like a, uh, a LeBron MVP for this series. Uh, what do you guys think about the King this year, man? I mean, this is, this is incredible. He's, he's my age. <laughs> I mean, it's, and he's still, he's still playing basketball. Like I have, I have no idea how LeBron is doing what he's doing. And he's been a man on a mission the whole year. It was very obvious uh, during the, the height of the pandemic, he wanted to get the season started because he's, he's 36. How many more years is he going to have at peak level to, to get to the NBA finals and win? And this is another shot he's going to have for his legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, how do you feel I'll... this is, this is uh, going to rank up there during the years of, of LeBron's uh, previous championship seasons? Well, you know, as I as I look at that stat line that LeBron's putting up in the finals, you know, twenty almost twenty eight, eleven and eight and a half. Um, that's the the crazy part is that that's just that's just typical LeBron. Like it's not <laughs> it, that, that, that's that's crazy that we're even saying yeah. that. Like that's just normal LeBron stats in the finals, and um, you know, he he just kind of goes out and he does what he does, and and that's just his game. And I don't want to deflect, but I don't think a lot of people actually realize, I think what's, what's making this so easy for him is the fact that he has another guy that's averaging 26, nine and two blocks a game shooting 61% from the floor and 55% (laughs) from three and has not missed a free throw. And that's Anthony Davis. And, um, it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that. It does. That sounds that sounds crazy when you put it out there like that. <laughs> sounds absolutely and crazy. Th- those shooting percentages are insane. Oh yeah. And and you know what? People people are like LeBron's won the MVP, you know, after that game last night and I'm like I'm not really so sure if if this like maybe like the time we might see a co-MVP because what Davis is bringing on the defensive side of the ball um and his presence oh. being felt defensively yeah. Is in, is also insane, but they're they're getting they're getting minutes and 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 play out of guys that they weren't getting the whole bubble like, contain like Pope, you know Caldwell Pope, you know, like he was a sniper last night. Yeah. Um. You know how they want to call playoff Rondo, like Rondo's balling out of control. You know, on the defensive side, I think Markeith Morris hasn't missed a three all series. I'm joking, but he's um <laughs> he's hit just feels he's like hit a. It feels, He's hit a bunch of big like shots. I mean, they're getting good play out of Caruso, and 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 the crazy part is the guy they brought in to be that guy, which was Danny Green, isn't giving him anything on the offensive side. He's giving him stuff on the defensive side. But I feel like 
everything that they brought these guys in for, on top of you knew what you were going to get from LeBron. We didn't know what we were going to get from Davis because he's never been in this spot. But, like, everything they brought these guys in for, they're all giving them what they were supposed to give them in the finals. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, a couple of points. Uh, Josh, you make a great point about the other guys. Um, Cole Pope has hit some huge shots. Even, even last night, he had a 5-0 run on a, by himself. He hit a big three on the drive from LeBron. Uh, and then he turned around and drove past Duncan Robinson, had a layup, and put him up seven. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Cole Pope has been huge. Uh, Rondo's been huge. Um, Caruso, he's hit big shots. Um, but it's all what those guys have given defensively. I mean, if you watched them at the last four minutes of that game last night, they were scrambling. You could see them getting the shooters. They were getting in people's spaces and their length. They are so long and athletic, man, that they get to everything and they disrupt everything. You do not get an easy shot when they're scrambling the way they were last night. You don't get an easy shot. Um, it's not fair that Anthony Davis can be seven foot and be able to guard between one through five. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, I mean, that's not fair. Like, like he comes out and, and Jimmy Butler makes a wonderful move. Anthony Davis just goes, swats it off the glass or swats it and recovers it. You're like, that, that's, that's not even, that shouldn't even be possible. Um, what he's been able to do defensively is, is amazing. And all those guys have been doing that. Um, there's not just, there's not enough superlatives for LeBron. Um, he had a couple buckets last night. I mean that that turning fadeaway on the baseline. I mean that. I mean that shot's one it's unguardable. Um, he had a couple threes to start the half, and then he started off. He did not have a good first half. He had five turnovers in the first yeah. half, eight yeah. points and five turnovers. So he also, yeah, let's say he also put up twenty in the second half. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is that he he knew they had to win that game, and when it was time, buddy, he turned it on. I mean, he hit it. And one, he hit that fadeaway. He came down, hit a deep three. Um, he was in there, offensive rebounding, getting fouled by uh, by your boy uh, Crowder. Uh, he took you know what else he did, Ben? You know what else? Well, you know what else he did is he knocked down his free throws. Yes, he did. He was ten. He, he ten of twelve from the line. That's great. Yeah, he was definitely clutch from the line, which is which. You know, it it's with all the stuff that he had to do. I mean. He usually doesn't play all the fourth quarter. He usually he usually in that rotation sits out the first three minutes of the fourth, and he didn't do that last night. He played all he played all the fourth quarter uh, and got them rolling in the fourth to kind of stretch that game out um, a little bit. But you know the superlatives that we heap on LeBron, uh, there's just not enough of them. I mean, the way he can can just will a team and the way he is able to pick his spots find guys that are open. His basketball IQ is just unmatched. Um, and when he can defer, I mean, it's not every time where he's going to get the shot. Sometimes he goes into Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis goes to work. Um, you know, it's those types of things that that if you're watching it, it just makes you realize how great LeBron is. And, and to be able to play in 10 of the last 11 finals, to be able to go for his fourth ring, uh, you just can't say enough about him, and you're and you're watching just absolute greatness. I mean, absolute greatness. And uh, I agree. Obviously, uh, this next game they can they can clinch the title, the 2019-2020 uh, title. 
uh, with a win over Miami. Uh, they will be wearing the Black Mamba jerseys uh, in preparation, uh, which would be, I feel really cool if they could just, you know, I feel like this whole, you know, narrative of, you know, winning another title, you know, for Kobe um, is there as well. So uh, it's going to be really cool to see what happens either way. I mean, and if, and if uh, Jimmy came out and dragged his team out of, out of uh, this, uh, this hole they're in, nothing surprises me in the NBA anymore. Nothing surprises me. No. After, after what Denver did twice in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, just seeing Miami in the finals, uh, it's one of the most unpredictable leagues. And uh, really anything can happen. I feel like any team can win or lose any night. And that's what really kind of keeps the league so fresh, um, you know, on a, on a daily basis. Um, but uh, tomorrow night they could, uh, they could clinch it out and, uh, and get her done and uh, bring another title to LA, which would be really, really cool. Um, who do you guys got next game? You think Lakers are going to, this is it? Or you think Jimmy's got one more bag of tricks left, left in him? Um, unfortunately for me, black Mamba jerseys, they're undefeated in them. You know, (laughs) I didn't know that they they are, they are undefeated in the black Mamba jerseys. Um, I think you should have wore those the whole series. Right. Right. (laughs) 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 Um, I think Anthony Davis is a different monster. For some reason, he like takes it up a level when they play in those, uh, uniforms. So it's, I, I hope I hope the Heat can keep it close. I really feel like yesterday was the Heat's game to win. Mm-hmm. Um, they had yeah. multiple opportunities to Same. win that game. And like you said, Ben, the Lakers' defense in the last four minutes, I mean, with all of the, the communication and the switching and the hustling, I mean, it, it definitely showed. And then I still feel like, you know, Davis hit that dagger three when they were up only six. And, you know, it could have been a swing with a little bit of time left. Mm-hmm. We we call it, Sean. You and I called Lakers in six, and I think we're going to see Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I think Jimmy's got one more trick up his sleeve because I feel like uh, wearing the jerseys, all that might come off as like super disrespectful to him. Kind of be like when when the championship parade was ready in uh, 1998 uh, and, and oh, in Utah, in Utah, you know, <laughs> everything was ready and they had to go back to Utah to win and everybody was all pissed off. So uh, I feel like there's, there's, uh, there's probably some more motivation there for Jimmy. I think he's got one more good game left in him. Uh, so I'm, I'm still going to say Lakers in six, but I, I think they might be able to pull out a win tomorrow. What do you think, Ben? Oh, <laughs> you think it's done, don't you? I'm the I crazy do. guy. I, I I do, man, and and the only reason is is that um, I, I just I just think the Heat are just out of bullets, man. I, I really do. Like, like I get it. it's 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 really tough when you're playing against that length for 48 minutes in a series. It just gets really tough. And God bless Jimmy Butler. Like I said, we've we've heaped enough praise on Jimmy Butler. But the you can only do so much for so long, and you've given LeBron an extra day to rest, and you've given Anthony Davis an extra day to rest. Yep. I, yep. I, I just don't, you know, with with everything that's going on with the, with the Black Mama jerseys, the, you know, the, <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot, man. I, I just it's a true I death sentence to the Miami Heat, as right? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't see, yeah, I just don't see the Heat coming out of it, I, and. 
I could, I could be wrong. As a matter of fact, I kind of hope I'm wrong because I would love to see the series get stressed a little bit. Yeah. I just, I just don't see it happening. Okay. You know so my, my, last, my last question to you guys, um, if we feel like it's getting closed out tomorrow, can Anthony Davis do enough in tomorrow's game to reclaim the lead for the MVP and the finals trophy, or does LeBron already have it locked up no matter what happens? No, I think he could. I I think if he goes thirty-five and fifteen, yeah, he. I think, I think he'd have, he could definitely lock it up. He'd have to have a thirty-five, hell of a game. 50, thirty-five and fifteen from Anthony Davis, and if LeBron gives you, if LeBron gives you twenty-five and and eight, they win by by fifteen. I mean, that's those two going for that many points. That's that's a that's a fifteen-point win, um, and, and Anthony Davis would be your MVP. 35-15 in the clincher game, I think, kind of gives it to you. I mean, well, nothing, no disrespect to LeBron, but <laughs> but 35-15 in a clinching game. That's the magic numbers for him to be MVP in your mind. I like I it. I think so. I like I it, think yeah. So. I think he'd have to have a hell of a game to, to, to take that out yeah. of my right head. Yeah. Right now it's LeBron's to me. Yeah. Right now it's LeBron's. But if, if I was it, thinking he had to go like 40, and I was thinking he had to go like 40-plus and – you know, fifteen with like six blocks and some. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if, I think if he gets like a I think if he gets like forty and nine, uh, yeah. in that last game, I, I think if he gets forty points and LeBron yeah, doesn't, I, I think there's going to be a good argument for Anthony Davis to get the MVP. Yeah. So, but uh, they've both played so so well. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's I it's it's been incredible. So. All right, guys. Well, uh, that about wraps it up for uh, this edition of 48 Minutes. Uh, thanks for stopping Absolutely. by. Uh, Tim will be back next week after his uh, vacation from Ohio. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we will go from there. So uh, from all of us uh, tonight, awesome. uh, have, a, have a great week, guys. And uh, watch that, uh, you know, the next Hold one. On. Quick, go ahead. Quick shout out really quick. Congrats, Seattle Storm, WNBA champions. Yes, yes, we forgot about that. Amazing, Stewie, unbelievable. Congratulations, WNBA, uh, on finishing your season strong. Um, they had great political messages, great things that they talked about, and they did a job. Uh, and congrats to them, Stewie, Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd. I mean, they have a fantastic crew there in Seattle. Congratulations to you ladies. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. Have a good one, everybody. Take it easy. See ya.